guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So as we've been covering Matthew chapter 5, usually when we do focus on the Sermon on the Mount, we generally do focus on Matthew 5, 6, and 7, which again, that's the most comprehensive one to look at when it comes to all the doctrines that are taught there. But there are others in some of the other Gospels. We just don't focus on them as much, and which is why I'm grateful that we're also doing Luke chapter 6 this week. And Luke chapter 6 has got a lot of stuff in there. The chapter heading talks about how Jesus heals on the Sabbath. He chooses 12 apostles. He gives blessings to the obedient and woes on the wicked. There's a lot of stuff there. But I do want to focus on the Sermon on the Mount portion of Luke chapter 6, and it's not very much. I want to take you to about verses 20 to 23 today because it adds a nice dimension to what we talked about yesterday with this idea of the Beatitudes, of being blessed for doing certain behaviors or having certain Christ-like attributes. Now, you go to verse 20, and it says, He lifted up his eyes upon his disciples. I picture him looking out there, again, at the Sermon on the Mount, as he's teaching, and said, Blessed be ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Even that one right there, to me, adds more of a personal dimension. In Matthew chapter 5, you know, it's more of a broad spectrum of, Blessed are all the poor in spirit. And this one, it's like, You who are poor, Blessed are you, for yours is the kingdom of God. I think that's a cool little element here. Verse 21 has a wonderful principle. Blessed are ye that hunger now, for ye shall be filled. Blessed are ye that weep now, for ye shall laugh. You know, I remember talking to a coworker of mine a few years ago. It was at a time where we as a family were going through a little bit of a difficult trial, and it was causing a little bit of stress for me. And we were just talking, and uh, the, this, this coworker said, so you're struggling with this now, for now. And I just thought, yeah. And and it's interesting, when you start adding the words for now, just those two words, at the end of the difficult situations you are going through, it changes the perspective of it. You know, you even go back to this verse 21. You know, blessed are you that hunger, you shall be filled. Blessed are you that weep, for you shall laugh. The word now means at the present time or this moment. And so when I was talking to this coworker of mine, when they said that, I was just like, it made the trial that I was going through at that moment seem very temporary. It's like, yeah, you're going through this for now which means it's not gonna be that way all the times. In fact, anybody who's gone through a trial at that moment now, it's a tough thing you're going through. You fast forward a couple years and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm actually doing okay because of that. You and I both know, when do we appreciate our trials the most? It's when we are done with them. So if we can keep in mind this principle, the for now principle, you know, this person's struggling with their testimony for now. Who knows what's gonna happen later on? This trial that I have, this sickness that I have, whatever it is, for now, later on, and and I love the addition of the words shall in these verses. It's not a matter of, you know, you might be filled or, you know, you might laugh. It's like, you shall have these experiences. Yeah, you're going through them right now. You hang in there and you come unto the Savior and let him shoulder that burden with you. Then what happens is, you will laugh and you will be filled. Right now it might seem hard, but you stay faithful and you're gonna see those blessings of that. I think that's a cool little principle. You go down to verse number 22. 
Blessed are ye when men shall, there's that word again, shall hate you, and when they shall separate you from their company, and shall reproach you, and cast out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. It's like when you go back to the uh, Matthew 5 where it said, Blessed are all those who are persecuted for my name's sake, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. This is a different dimension here. You get people who are hating you. You get people who are separating themselves from you and casting out your name as evil. You know, anybody who has ever had friends leave them, that's a difficult thing to be able to have happen. Rejoice, verse 23, rejoice ye in that day and leap for joy. I think that's a nice dimension. For behold, your reward is great in heaven. For in the like manner did their fathers unto the prophets. It's almost like, look, you're being persecuted for being righteous. Guess what? They did that to Moses. They did that to Abraham. They did that to Isaiah and Jeremiah and Lehi and Nephi, Samuel the Lamanite. Man, you are in good company. You are so blessed. Go out there and leap for joy because if they're making fun of you for being a member of the church, guess what? They've been doing it to the finest of people for years and years. I think that's a cool little principle right there. In fact, some of the footnotes there, if you were to click on the footnotes, for example, when it says rejoice ye in that day, it takes you over to Acts chapter 5 when the apostles are out there doing all these awesome things. It says they departed from the presence of the council. This is after they had been beaten and, and, and totally just reviled and persecuted. They came away rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. You know, anytime you, especially on social media, many of you know this, if you share stuff on social media, you share goodness about your faith in Jesus Christ, it's going to happen where people are going to make fun of you. They are going to separate you from their company. They may unfriend you, um, cast out your name as evil. You know, they may share something and say, look at this crazy person who's sharing this. Trust me, sharing a uh, gospel themed product uh, almost opens the doors for that. Anybody who's done that. And I remember there was a time where I was getting a little, and early on in this process, I was getting a little frustrated because I'd see, you know, people, you know, hateful comments and things like that. And it started to bug me a little bit. And my wife, wonderful wife, she said this, she just said, hey, if you're not attracting people who hate your product, then you're never going to attract the people who love your product. And that for me, I mean, there is kind of a spiritual principle there with that. If you are ever accused of being a member of the church, that usually means that there's enough evidence to convict you of it. It means you're living your life in such a way. It's when you leave that middle ground and you start taking the name of Jesus Christ upon you, you leave that middle ground to the point where you start really sharing and testifying, you're going to have people make fun of you. Here Jesus is saying, man, you are so blessed if you do that. One of my favorite quotes uh, that I think goes so well with this idea of, you know, when people are separating you from their company and they're casting out your name as evil. And I've shared this quote with my seminary students before. It's from Richard G. Scott. He said, at times you may feel lonely and misunderstood. I have because you don't fit in with the crowd. Be grateful that your righteous life molds you so that you don't fit where you don't belong. That to me is the whole idea of this idea. Look, you feel like you've been persecuted for righteousness sake. You feel like when you are taking upon yourself the name of Jesus Christ, it's going to happen that people are going to sometimes come at you and call you names and, and revile against you. All I can say is how awesome that is to be able to be in that situation. And you will get some quiet validation from the Lord Jesus Christ who understands what it is like to go through that as well. And I promise you, you will be blessed for standing up for what you believe in and taking upon yourselves the name of Jesus Christ. Just like these Beatitudes from Matthew 5 and Luke chapter 6, you are blessed when you choose to take on the Christ-like attributes that are mentioned here.
If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.